the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit RobBlack.com. RobBlack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Let's get you to retirement is the name of the game on this show. Doesn't always work like that. Sometimes we veer off. This month is National Women's Month, and uh, we're highlighting women in the workplace uh, with interviews from EP Wealth and more. Um, hopefully you're enjoying that content as it's just a little bit different than usual. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, This has been an interesting week, to say the least, in the sense that February is over and January, eh, December was a disappointing month. January was a glorious month. February was a, eh, why were we that glorious? Higher interest rates has really dampened the party. Now, it's dampened the party for stocks, but for bonds and income investors, it's lovely. If you want to own a CD, you have my blessing at this point in time. If you want to own an interest-bearing checking account, you have my blessing. It's it's, Cash is not trash. There's really good alternatives for it. Earlier this week, we learned that McDonald's has expanded its Krispy Kreme test, which is interesting because they've never really sold other people's products at their store. And... Krispy Kreme, come on, when I say Krispy Kreme, you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? That the exact kind of donut comes to mind. So they've now expanded into 150 stores in Kentucky, and it seems like a no-brainer as McDonald's wants to get people on a regular who are going back to work, who didn't quite quit, but are instead going back to work. McDonald's wants to get them in line every day. One Krispy Kreme donut and one chocolate, uh, and one coffee. To go. Uh, sounds pretty doable to me. Supreme Court is hearing the student loan forgiveness argument. For me, we can get into the politics of loan forgiveness. If I think our country is in the business sometimes of forgiving airlines or forgiving oil companies, bailing them out, it seems to me that bailing out students wouldn't be that much of a leap of faith. That president can do that. Now, again, do I agree with it? I don't know. I think if you go to college and you sign a contract that says you're going to pay X amount of dollars, you kind of know that. And it kind of stinks that you're able to say, nope, not paying. Um, it just doesn't seem right for the people who do. That's all I'm saying. Do I think colleges are a scam? I, I'm not going to use the word scam, but do I think they're overpriced? Yes. I think people go, go in knowing that. But that could be $400 billion going to the economy if we take it away from students. Are they going to save that money? Probably not. Are they going to spend that money? Probably. Earlier in the week, we learned that home prices gained, but weakened sharply to end 2022. So year over year, there's still a big gain. 
5.8% up year over year. But we're seeing we're down 4.4% from the peak in June. And month to month, things are getting worse and worse. And let me give you a quick example. LA went from growing at 6.3% in housing prices. Um, last month, to just 5.8% this month. No, no, no. Let me give that correct. Los Angeles went from 6.3% last month to 2.7% this month. Now, there's still some wildly hot markets, mostly in the South. Miami, Tampa, Florida, Atlanta, all up respectively. Um, Higher interest rates equals higher mortgages, which to me means we still have somewhere between three months to 24 more months of lower home prices. In theory, in theory. And again, for the record, not every single market will be like that. We saw the decline of the affordable car. This one's a little bit scary for me um, because we're starting to see more and more our society is setting people up for big failure. I like seeing cars that are under $25,000 or less. In 2017, we had 36 models where we could choose from $25,000 or less. Today, we have five, uh, 10. Cars under 20000 we have three. The Kia Rio, the Nissan Versa, the Mitsubishi Mirage. So low price cars are out, which means transportation for people to get to work who are lower income. Options are fewer. And used cars are more of an, uh, a mainstay. Fidelity says retirees lost 23% of their 401k savings in 2022. It's about right with the market. A horrible year to retire. That's one of the reasons we have seminars tied towards how to draw down your money in retirement. So that those 23% years don't ruin your retirement. Big event coming up Saturday, March 11th in Lafayette. Um, you can sign up for the event at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Um, Salesforce caught a lot of heat this week and had a big turnaround. Matthew McConaughey gets $10 million a year from being a creative advisor for Salesforce. And yet, Salesforce is in the midst of firing thousands and thousands of people. Lily did a cool thing this week. They cut insulin prices by 70%. One in 10 Americans uh, work with diabetes. Cap costs at $35 a month for people with private insurance. That's pretty positive for society, in my opinion. And finally, this week, I think the big story this uh, week could be that, again, we went lower throughout the week. 63.3% of Americans have between nothing and $10,000 saved for retirement, and that should concern us all. In the sign of the four horses of the apocalypse, the KFC Double Down is coming back to fried chicken fillets as the bun in between two slices of cheese uh, and a piece of bacon stuck in the middle. The Double Down in 2010 sold more than 10 million sandwiches, and it's back. Elon Musk shared with us his master plan. Uh, part three, part two was horrible. He had a scenario where he was talking about robo taxis taking over. And if you take a look at autonomous driving charts at this point in time, uh, companies and how far they are or not 
far ahead. Uh, the leaders in autonomous driving are Waymo, Mobileye, Baidu, and Cruise. The contenders are Neuro, Zooks, WeRide, NVIDIA, Aurora, and Motional. The challengers are Autonomous A2Z and Pony AI. The followers, the losers in self-driving, Tesla. It wasn't supposed to be like that, was it? But that's where we are. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Um, experts estimate Americans gambled away a record $100 billion in 2022. This is a crazy addiction that Americans have. Even though I could tell you, hold on to your money. Even though I could tell you the, the lotto is, is not in your odds. Why are you doing it? Gambling has been one of Americans' pastimes. According to the American Gambling Association, commercial gaming revenue alone encompassing traditional casino games, sports betting, and iGaming reached $60 billion last year. That's a 38% spike from 2019 and a 13% spike since 2021. Once you figure out all the gambling, receipts from gaming are expected to be over $100 billion. There's another stimulus. Ten that we continue to throw away. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Big event coming up Saturday, March 11th. Sign up at robblackshow.com. Don't want to work forever? Check out the retirement planning guide on robblack.com. That's robblack.com, powered by EP Wealth. I know people are always fascinated by real estate. I realized that some 25 plus years ago when I moved to the Bay Area. And you just caught whiff and whiff again of people just wanting to get into real estate, not understanding the risk, not understanding the power of a mortgage in a positive way, nor in a negative way, because it's debt, it's a loan, it's it's a liability until it becomes equity. No doubt about it in my mind. And then even when it's equity, it's not very liquid. Interesting to note, Amazon is pausing construction of its second headquarters dubbed HQ2 in Virginia. Um, I remember the story from a couple of years ago and Amazon was searching for a new place to put our headquarters. Was it going to be Austin? Was it going to be New York City? We have Seattle check. Was it going to be San Francisco? Was it going to be Virginia? Um, Amazon selected Arlington as the site for HQ2 in addition to a Long Island City neighborhood of Queens. As part of a closely watched splashy search for a second quarters, the company announced in 2019 it would halt plans to build its headquarters in New York after it faced pushback from local activists and city council leaders. Um, thus, it went to Virginia. Let's bring in Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com, host of the Real Estate Report here on KDOW, Wednesdays at 2. Tony, let's talk institutional buyers. It was a story that hit, um, I believe, earlier this week. It could have been late last week, that 40% of homes could be owned by commercial uh, companies. Single-family homes could be run by institutions. Uh, in the not so near distant future thoughts. Where are you on this, Tony? Yeah. And, and uh, make sure that we all understand that number. It's, it's 40% of investment properties. So right now it's a, it's a much smaller number than that, but oh, got at, it. The pace of, at the pace of 
uh, companies like Blackstone, they, I think their company, their arm is called uh, Innovation Homes that do the single family purchases for rentals. Uh, they're aggressive. I mean, they're they're aggressive in Sacramento, Riverside, uh, Los Angeles County. I mean, they, they've been buying up properties and they've been doing this since the Great Recession. Uh, and uh, for the most part, a lot of people gave them slack for uh, years because they picked up a lot of that uh, dead inventory that came out of you know the you know the the drop in home prices and they were they were credited to you know kind of reviving the real estate market and now they're at the point where they you know it, people feel like they're pushing up home prices because they can come in and in a place like an environment like we have now with high interest rates and they can come in with cash so an interest rate doesn't really you know hurt them that much whereas a, a normal buyer it it does so a lot of people are really kind of feeling like they're pushing you know, the potential buyers into just a, a nation of renters, because, you know, knocking them out of the out of the, the race. I certainly feel that when I think about my children, that they have to compete with Blackstone, potentially to get a single family home is just it, it kind of is the, not the American way to have corporations going after that. But let's change topics to your world. We're seeing 7% mortgage rates or we're hearing about 7% mortgage rates. Is that a reality out there at this point in time? It certainly is. Uh, you know, we've watched the 10-year yield kind of go up and down, and, and we've seen rates in, in October and November near 7, over 7%. I think it was 7.02, and then fall back down to 5.99%, and it's kind of headed back upwards. You know, tied towards inflation and tied towards the the tendency to right now for the Fed to really hold their stance on fighting inflation. I think that's where we're going to be for a little bit with the ups and downs. And we've talked on the show before about, you know, advanced locks for buyers. So, you know, when you see these dips, you you can lock in your rate just in case rates go back up by the time you buy. So there's a lot of strategies you can use, but there's no really getting away from the fact that interest rates are higher than most people are comfortable with. So I've owned a mountain property as a second home, and it was great during COVID because I lived there. Um, and it was it felt like I was further distanced from the people of the Bay Area, uh, which can be a little bit tighter, especially in my last community. Um, when I bought the mountain home, I was thinking about doing an Airbnb on it. And then I started thinking about it. I'm like, I don't really want people having making whoopee in my bed and tracking snow through the house without Karen and, and ruining the, the carpeting and such all because they're paying for it. It's not a hotel. I get kind of dumped on hotel beds. I don't get kind of dumped on my bed. But let's talk a little bit about Airbnb investors, because. I am still thinking about turning it into an Airbnb now that my kids are getting older and, and using it a little bit less as high school stresses start to, to put on them, you know, time commitments. Um, I saw that you sent me a note that said you can now get a loan specifically that allows you to count your short term rents to qualify. That's pretty cool because I had to qualify for the home as a second home and not necessarily that I was going to put a renter in it would have made it a lot easier to, say, make the finances work. I think the story here is that as an investor, you find, for example, I had a client that looked at a $2 million property in Catalina. You can imagine Mm -hmm. it was a two-unit building and you could get some decent uh, Airbnb rentals or short-term rentals out of it, you know, if you manage it well. But as a a two-unit building, the rents, as a what they call long-term rents, didn't really pan out for the the investor to, um, as far as the lender, to to buy. But now you can use the Airbnb short-term rental income 
especially in a place that has a lot of history of it, like Catalina or other places around California, and use those rents, short-term rents, and they add up to one and a half to three times the uh, the, the total of your long-term rents, and then use those to qualify. So that's going to help a lot of investors that have been really looking for places that are unique, that you know, room to room or floor to floor can really uh, pan out as far as cash flow. I mean, I've seen properties that would rent for long-term four thousand dollars, but as an Airbnb would go for eight thousand, and that eight thousand dollars now can be used to help you purchase the property. Of course, there's other restrictions like loan to value, uh, or down payment, and credit score, and and experience, and things like that, but going to really open the door for a lot of people to, um, you know, get and jump into that arena that they've been just being held back on. Sounds good. How can people get in touch with you if they need to get a mortgage? You are my mortgage guy. You've done at least five of my mortgages. I think I've done six in my life, but you've done them all essentially. How can people find you? Uh, com. Quite simple. BayAreaLoanSource.com, and you can find you on the internet as well with the Real Estate Report with Gordon and Tony. Hear him on the station. Thanks very much. It's Tony Mendez with Bay Area Loan Source. You're welcome. Dot com. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I'm seeing a lot of articles on how much money is enough money to retire. Let's talk about in that in the next segment because I'm seeing numbers as can I retire on $1 million? Can I retire with $6 million? I'll give you some answers when we return after the segment. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. Big event coming up Saturday, March 11th, Lafayette Park Hotel. It's all about retirement. It's with Stephanie Richmond, CFP with EP Wealth. New presentation, new information, new data. It's, it's going to be a good one. I've already seen the run through on the, the presentation and it's top notch. You can sign up for the event March 11th, Saturday, 10 to noon at Lafayette Park Hotel at Rob Black Show. You are listening to the Rob Black Show podcast. For more information on EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Since March is Women's History Month and March 8th is International Women's Day, I'm going to be marching out some guests that are female financial advisors from EP Wealth this month. We should probably have about one per week. Maybe it'll be two per week and skip a week kind of thing. But I'm very excited. Kathy Costas, she's going to be talking about divorce during and after what it means to be divorced financially from your husband, divorced financially from your potential house and your, your, your children. Like, what does it mean when that happens financially? We're going to have Laura Knoll on. She's written book, Financial Steps, How to Take When Your Spouse Dies. My mother passed away. But long before she passed away, my father passed away 25 years earlier. We all had to learn what that means for her because my mother never did a checkbook. Maybe she balanced her checkbook and that's about it back in those good old days. But she wasn't the financial, how shall we say, CFO of the family. Liz McQueen's going to be on talking about top concerns for professional women. Stephanie Richmond, she's going to talk about the gender pay gap in retirement planning. Women live longer than men. I showed a shocking statistic earlier this week. I want to talk about healthcare costs for women versus men. And women have to account for about an extra $40,000 more because they outlive men, much like my mother did. This is a show dedicated to getting you to retirement. Spread the word. 
I'm going to do the best I can. This is the first time I've ever had four guests on in a month. I think it'll be pretty solid. And let's build off of it. Yesterday was a slightly negative day. Not terrible. Again, what we're dealing with, in my opinion, is higher interest rates. As the 10-year march is higher. And we're starting to see options for cash getting you 5% in a bank account. That's pretty good. In an FDIC, SIPC insured account, that's pretty good. Now, again, inflation's at 6%. So your cash is still losing. But it doesn't feel like it's losing murderously. For lack of a better word, I do like that word. What interest rates at 5% means to me is that it's going to be a long time before we get out of the super low interest rates like we had two years ago, 18 months ago. 18 months ago, I got the lowest cost mortgage of my life. And a couple of years before that, I got the lowest cost mortgage of my life. And a couple of years before that, I got the lowest cost. But see, it bottomed, in my opinion. And it would take an event like 9-11 for us to have that kind of emergency action to cut interest rates that low again. We got addicted to them. If you haven't saved your first 100000 it's going to be a little bit tougher. Higher interest rates makes it for a little bit more of a headwind. I listened to one hedge fund manager yesterday say something pretty interesting. He thinks the days of the outperformance from the mega caps are over. And on a lot of levels, I'm with him. That now, again, I own some Google. I own some Meta. I own a lot of Apple, a lot of Microsoft. And when a hedge fund billionaire says that the best days are behind these guys of outperforming the market, my first reaction is, screw you. What do you know? You're just a billionaire. <laughs> right? And then you start to think about it, and you're like, well, they are kind of big companies. So the only way they can really get much bigger, and for the record, if you have not seen The Whale, holy mackerel, what a movie. In the truest sense of movies, something you've never seen before on the screen, that's all I'm going to say. Um, the Whale, getting too big. I do believe that Apple at $2, billion, uh, two trillion or $3 trillion, like, is that for real? It's market valuation. You can't expect it to add. Now, again, if it can add a trillion dollar market cap, it has to add, you know, four trillion in sales down the road. It gets kind of scary. When you start looking at big numbers like that, it's the law of big averages. It's easy to be Colin Farrell and go from 180 pounds to 250. It's tough to go from 250 to 500, 500 to 1,000. Those big moves are a little bit tougher on your body. I know you're saying, Colin Farrell, wasn't he an Irishman, not the, fact, not, not, not the whale guy? And there's a scene in the movie The Whale where he's pretty much so naked. And a lot of heavier set people are complaining like, you shouldn't show that. That's fat shaming. I'm like, I don't know. At some point in time, we all have to figure out how we're going to move forward without people getting upset. 
because it's a movie. And the dude was ashamed. So it's the story. Anyway, Goldman Sachs, which has one of the best brand names in the world in business, is saying, whoops, we made a mistake. In 2016, they added Marcus, which was a consumer bank. They didn't want to ruin their good name of Goldman Sachs as a bank. So they made up, they used a made up one, Marcus. That was for the average people, the plebeians, not the bourgeois. Um, it had a splashy relationship with Apple with a credit card. It got a small one with GM on a credit card. It was never able to do much, much more. It was hmm, the Louis Vuitton, Moe Hennessy of banks. And they, they decided to kind of go ghetto and, and average bank and offer average banking services to average people. Now people are starting to think the CEO needs to leave. Now, again, the CEO has been kind of a wackadoodle. And I, I say this and I, I, I it's tough for me to quantify because I'm not living his life and I'm, I'm not qualif- qualifying it either in any way, shape or form. I don't know. The dude goes around and does part time DJ work. Um, yeah, like that kind of DJ, <laughs> an EDM kind of DJ. And he's supposed to be CEO of a company. And you're like, eh. no, again, keep in mind, Elon Musk. He's CEO of Twitter. He's CEO. Like he's doing a lot of roles as CEO. And so people are starting to get tired of it. Mark Benioff at Salesforce is running into problems because we don't know who the next CEO is. CEOs are important. Do you want your CEO being a DJ? Do you want your CEO working on three different projects for three different companies? Do you want your CEO? Do you see why success or failure starts at top? Um, I truly believe that an organization's executive team guide is for f- future success or mediocrity ensues. SCOTUS could scrap the student debt loan forgiveness. It doesn't look like it's going to happen. So far in the oral arguments, it, uh, it appears the justices are skeptical. Now it turns down to can they find reasons that the states broke the laws or didn't have the laws behind them in challenging the suits? I don't know. I'm not that much into the judicial system. Sorry. But that's a $400 billion economic activity, either positive or negative. You tell me. Big event coming up March 11th, Saturday. You can sign up for the Retirement and Income Seminar in Lafayette Park Hotel right now at robblackshow.com. This interview featured on The Rob Black Show is brought to you by EP Wealth. Learn more at robblack.com. I'm Rob Black talking to all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I've got some good stuff for you to think about. Apple is making progress with a no-prick blood glucose tracking for its watch. This is going to be a game changer when this one hits. The watch is going to go... And again, it's evolved nicely. I'm, I'm not attacking that it can do an EKG with you. Maybe an ECG tells you you have a heart rhythm issue. I'm not saying that it can't help you track your period. I'm not saying that it can't help you. That There's things that it can do that have been really slow incremental evolutions. I get it. Um, but the game changer is going to be blood glucose. 
the it's a secret endeavor. It's dubbed ES or E5 at Apple. It's to measure the amount of glucose in someone's body without needing to prick the skin for blood. After hitting the major milestones recently, the company now believes it could eventually bring glucose monitoring to market. Apple's glucose monitoring system could ultimately find its way into the company's smartwatch and turn it into a true medical device. It would be a big plus to diabetics. Uh, diabetics. Oh, what was the joke? The movie The Whale. There, people are having a lot of problems with it because you see Brendan Fraser in a fat suit, and it, it makes the fat really, really show the disgusting aspects of being that that size. And there's some sort of meme on triabetes, which I had never heard or seen. Knowing that America has a problem with diabetes, I thought triabetes was kind of funny. It's like uh, it goes back to your childhood mean streak. Your daddy is so fat, he's got triabetes. That would have won many, many debates when I was a child. Roughly one in 10 Americans have diabetes, and they typically rely on a device that pokes the skin for a blood sample. There's also patches from Dexcom and Abbott Labs that are inserted in the skin but need to be replaced about every two weeks. Apple's taking a different approach using a chip technology known as silicon photonics and a measurement process called optical absorption spectroscopy. Spectroscopy. That's easy for me to say. The system uses lasers to emit specific wavelengths of light into an area below the skin where there's uh, fluid. The substances that leak out of the capillaries, it is called interstitial fluid. It can be absorbed by glucose. The light's then reflected back to the sensor in a way that indicates the concentration of glucose. An algorithm then determines a person's blood glucose level. Can you imagine that your watch can do that? That's pretty darn cool. It's proof of concept stage. And the moment they have a, wet, uh, a watch that does blood glucose monitoring, I'm getting it. My mother had diabetes, and I, I'm certainly at the, the point where I'm starting to look like it, like getting a little bit older, has a little bit of pudge. Um, I'm leaning that direction, right? So that could be big for me. What other things do we talk about on this type of show? Themes. Um. I think a big theme for 2023 is small videos influencers are going to be big. And I think you're going to hear more and more about TikTok. They've given us an insatiable thirst for short form video clips, which is fascinating because Twitter had this and they abandoned it. Um, it was called Vine. It just didn't catch on at the right time. It didn't resonate with teens. TikTok's cast a perfect ring light on fame hungry influencers. You love them or you hate them. That um, industry is the influencer market's going to grow to about $7 billion in the year 2024, which is just around the corner. It's a cheap way for platforms to pull people into their orbits. Uh, another big trend, in my opinion, is the huge clouds will be on the horizon. Amazon's AWS and Microsoft's Azure cloud services have been delivering stunning growth to many firms. What happens to these businesses will dictate what happens in the stock of these firms like Microsoft and uh, Amazon. One of the big hurts to their stock in the last year have been that speculative money. Um, here, go start a company. And when you start a company, you're like, we need to be on the cloud. 
And that really played well into Microsoft and Amazon as well as Google. So now that we've taken speculation pretty far out of the market since 2022, will cloud services still grow or not? I think they will. In the long term, most of the big cloud players have been winning increasingly larger contracts, which means that there's a load of revenue to come in the future when projects get implemented. Web 3.0 is going to be a big story this year. No one really knows when. Let's go Web 3.0 and call it augmented reality, virtual reality, artificial intelligence. They're all going to become part of our everyday lives. They're the next big thing. Some big winners here could be Activision Electronic Arts, take two. So when they make Red Dead Redemption for a virtual reality headset, it's going to be a game changer. I think Web 3.0 is coming. I think cl- huge cloud spending is, is here in 2023. We got the small video influencers. A couple other trends that I want to talk about is social media and e-commerce are going to battle for turf. If Twitter can get a good implementation, implementation of uh, a pay service, it's a nice vertical. Now, I think Twitter's really lost a lot of relevance in the last three months. They can get it back. One. For platform giants looking to diversify their revenue dollars from advertising to retail, social commerce, it's all been the focus. It's been the dead so far, but that's probably not going to change any upcoming period of uh, speculation. The best position firms, according to, uh, to research right now for social media and e-commerce are Pinterest, Meta, Google, Alphabet, YouTube. Um, e-commerce is going to push into the advertising games. Amazon's been pushing into it. You're going to see non-traditional players like Uber and DoorDash get into advertising. Big money. If you're a captive audience in a car, big money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Big event coming up March 11th in Lafayette at the Lafayette Park Hotel from 10 to noon. It's all about income and retirement and sources and mistakes and hints and tips and tricks. Sign up at robblackshow.com. For more information about EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.